It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadow. Each week, I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed a watching certain reality show last night. Hey, Thomas, how you doing today? Jake, I'm doing all right. We have a lot of energy because we are doing two episodes. We, doing... we got a, a week of R&R. Mm-hmm. Jake went down to Alabama. Hot stuff. I uh, went up to... The, the northwest part of Michigan. Cold stuff. Oh, did you and see not, Kid Rock there? Not really. It was nice, though. Um, I wasn't in the UP or anything. I was in, still in the lower peninsula. but uh, yeah, It's still northern Michigan. Anyway, you know, we recharged a little bit. Now we're going to attack this season of Survivor with an even greater fury than is fury. our normal trademark. Fury Road. Yeah. Anyway... Kind of the Furiosa of watching Survivor, if you think about it. Who's the Furiosa of Survivor history? Who's the Mad Max of Survivor history? Oh, probably Mad Max. Max is probably Ozzy, and uh, Furiosa is... uh, Parvati. Oh, wow. Okay, Uh, I can see that. I would say Furiosa is... um, um, I, uh, I'm trying to remember what Furiosa's whole character was. All I can remember is that she had bald head. She had bald head. Uh, she did have bald head. She had bald head, and I'm trying to remember if there were any women on Survivor who had bald head. And I, I can't, I can't remember. Um, I'm on, on the Survivor wiki right now, and I am looking up contestants named Max, because I'm pretty sure there was somebody on Survivor 30, which is a very bad season. I believe his name was Max Dawson, but don't guess. Don't come after me, because I'm, like, not 100% sure. And the fucking thing is not good. The Survivor wiki is not good. Where's the search bar? Oh, I found it. It's... Dark gray on a silhouette of some survivors walking to tribal council. How am I supposed to see that? Maxwell Max Dawson, also known as the Mad Max of Survivor, was a contestant on Survivor Worlds Apart, Australia. That's pretty far from um, America. That is pretty far from America. I can't deny that. It's kind of like they're Worlds Apart. Um... And he was on that season. Oh, that's it. Is that that's what, what they meant. <laughs> yeah. I'm just getting it now. Uh, the Red Tribe was Australians because if you stay out in the, on the hot, hot heat too long, you'll get sunburned. So that yeah, represents you probably need some bandages if yeah. uh, you're out on that hot, hot heat sand. Uh, the blue is for America because there's blue in the color of the flag. And then the... Is the yellow tribe the other tribe? Hmm. It's kind of hard to co- it's kind of hard to color code in Australia versus America one because our flags have the same colors. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh I think that would be cool to do an inter- people are always clamoring for international survivor. Uh but guess what? The challenge is doing it uh because the challenge always does sur- things better than Survivor. It's true. The Challenge USA, you know, I probably told you this, but you probably weren't listening. Uh, The Challenge USA on CBS now is one of four concurrent challenges across the world. The others are in the UK, Australia, and Argentina, I want to say. They're going to have all the winners go up against each other, right? And they'll have all the winners go up against each other somehow. Again, I don't know how that's going to happen, but, you know, I trust TJ Lavin. Yeah, anyway. I, he, he hasn't steered us wrong so far. I feel like only the only... If there's problems with that show, it is not TJ. I think that's consistent. Yeah, 100%. Who do you think it is? Uh, Probably the the suits, you know, the brass. Mm-hmm. I think, the you know, especially the seasons where they were like, we're not going to... We're going to go like seven weeks without anyone getting eliminated. Yeah. Yeah gonna be a year-round season like that's when the show's those not good the worst those were the worst seasons what is it with it with seasons doing their 30th season or shows doing their 30th season and it being bad uh dirty 30 was bad on the challenge worlds apart was bad on survivor um lost never got to a 30th season it probably so, wouldn't have been that good though 
How can you say that? Oh, I'm sorry. Every season only got better than the last. <laughs> oh, Jake, I did. I watched the finale again, and I was like... No spoilers. Yeah, I won't say anything uh, about what happens in it, uh, except that maybe somebody uh, elevates off the ground for uh, some sort of uh, closed fist strike. Uh, (laughs) The thing I forgot about that, by the way, is that they fucking lie to you because they they have him like cocking his fist for the punch when they cut to commercial break. It's called a Superman punch. Yeah, but when he comes back, he's not doing that. He just tackles him. Yeah, well, okay. Here's what happened during the commercial break. He missed and stumbled and just took him out. It was like those, it's like the Smackdowns where they like, the, the pre-taped ones where they have to redo a match because they fuck up really badly and then just recut the editing. I loved in the, what did they call it? The Thunderdome era uh, when they had all the screens because people couldn't come in the stadiums and they like released some raw footage of the wrestlers just stopping wrestling during the commercial break. And it's like, yeah, why wouldn't they? Like, yeah. they're not on TV, and there's no live crowd. Just going to take a break, yeah. Yeah, let's let's figure out what we're going to do in the next five minutes. Anyway. That was such a, a weird time. But, uh, yeah. Uh, the, Luckily, now uh, COVID is over, and all, all is good. Yeah, but anyway, any, oh, so I was talking about watching the, the season finale of Lost again. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. And, you know, like, I think the five or six episodes leading up to it, are like pretty damn good and it really gets you makes you feel like oh like something's gonna happen here yeah and i remember being like but then i remember that not really paying off and me not really liking the episode but i was like you know what molder like to think i'm a little wiser now maybe i just didn't get it no that shit still sucks it's not good how dare it's you it's boring excuse you excuse it takes forever you. to get anywhere the the only exciting thing in that finale is the uh the uh the jump punch there's really not much else going on there there's a reason that was the only thing i really remembered with any clarity yeah, it is it is very cool um i have been watching supernatural as you know um and we're in the fifth season now and it's leading up to the end and i'll say it's really fucking good wait you're in the fifth season and it's leading up to the end aren't there like 300 well, seasons of that show there are 300 seasons it's coming back for the 301st this fall um, the end being like the end of the initial story that they were telling. Okay. I've heard from multiple people like, don't bother past the fifth season. Like the fifth is when they intended to end it. And it's very clear because they're like bringing back all these characters from the first few seasons and they're like playing a part in this apocalypse, whatever. Um, it's really good though. I'm, I'm very compelled. It's usually just a show to have on in the background while playing the Sims. Um, but I'll, I'll be honest, I've been, I've been watching it and not just because the lighting is so bad that I have to pay really close attention. (laughs) I, uh, I think I got to, does the fifth season, the one that has the trickster episode where they're in like the fake sitcom? Um, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yes, there was. I remember that being a very good episode. The episodes are, I always remember are that the, uh, the Groundhog's Day episode mm-hmm. and the uh, second episode, which is the Wendigo one, because it sucks. And also Alden Aaron Reich is in it. <laughs> you know, the what first I... couple episodes of that, the spe- so some of the worst special effects I've ever seen on television. Yeah, that's why they had one light bulb in a room three rooms away. Uh, and that was the only light in the head for the entire show for the first season. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll say they, they really, uh, it's really gotten better. And it's TVMA now in the fifth season. Isn't that cool? Wow. Okay. The, the audience has really matured with the uh, characters, you know, over five I, years. <laughs> the characters um, who were already full adults. Yeah, they were doing the Twin Peaks thing. You, you, you were 30 years old in high school. Um, what was I saying about Supernatural? It's good. I'm enjoying it. Oh, um, speaking of Lost and Supernatural also, Jacob and the Man in Black are in Supernatural too. As like... Uh, okay. As like bitter sworn enemies. Like very powerful bitter sworn enemies. Well, that had to have been intentional. I feel like yes, which is crazy because like, 
those shows were on around the same time. Yes, roughly contiguously. Uh, man, uh, so you're saying Bosch is in this show. That's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, Bosch is in the show. Um, and, uh, and Dexter's wife's husband or something. I think it's his brother. Also, he's the guy that pee. No, he's not the guy. He's the guy that doesn't pee on the rug at the beginning of the Big Lebowski. He's the guy that dunks his head in the toilet. Oh, that's some good shit. Um, speaking of shows from the mid 2000s, Thomas, did you watch Survivor Guatemala last night? Guatemala, Guatemala. I took a trip out to Guatemala. Jake, I sure did. I watched two episodes of Survivor Guatemala, and oh, this time you? in a real way, and not in the way that makes you mad. Everything makes me mad. I'm like the Hulk. Remember when you said that? <laughs> I'm always angry. <laughs> he saw that's one how guy. Joss Whedon. Yeah, I'm sure there's an interview where Joss Whedon is just like, because that's how I feel, you know. <laughs> Keeping they're always trying inside. to cancel me for being a creep. All of the interviews where it's like, I really relate to this supervillain. It's so funny. <laughs> um, David Sims wrote in his uh, review of Thor: Love and Thunder. Which, again, why didn't they call it Love and Thornder, but whatever, uh, that you'll be rooting for the villain. Did not read his review, um, but I'm interested. I think I'm going to see that movie tomorrow. So we'll see. I The buzz is not good. Damn. But it's got People Taika are getting Waititi. very defensive about it immediately, and that is not a good sign. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunate. Um, this first episode we watched of Survivor this week was called... To betray or not to betray? How do you feel that about is that? That is the question. Uh, it's from Shakespeare. Maybe you've heard of it. Um, I'm currently, uh, Ariel and I are watching Boy Meets World, you know? Um, oh, and, sure, yeah. And we're basically just like living through our, um, what's it called when you grow up? Adolescence uh, yeah. together. Um. And it's very fun. And we got to the episode where uh, Eric accidentally does so bad at building a set for a play that he <laughs> kills. <laughs> he kills the, the lead actor in the play. <laughs> so has to take his spot. And then is such a good actor. He is uh, cast in a Hollywood sitcom. Um, so Wait, speak- is this like a dream sequence? This, like, this, no, isn't this, re- is, this didn't this happen. Is, this is real life. They literally murdered someone on Boot. Eric Boy fully World. killed someone? This isn't yeah. like the elevator episode where it's just a dream that Corey's having? No, he did a really shoddy job at building this set. I think they were doing Romeo and Juliet, and the guy He just fell like off. straight up killed someone. Yeah, he fell off the thing. And the second I must not have seen on this him. one. I feel like I would remember it. Um, do you remember, I, I remembered it when we were watching it this morning because there's a scene that always stuck with me where Mr. Feeney, who's on this trip with Eric to Hollywood, walks into the set for the school and is like, there's only nine desks in here. Do you, do you expect the audience to believe there's only nine students in the class? And the director is like, well, with camera angles, we make it look like more. And ever since seeing that, I've always like paid really close attention to the camera shot, the camera angles in any uh, classroom scene, Boy Meets World. Um, anyway, yeah, they 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 took out this guy on a stretcher uh, and I th- Eric or the director of the play was like, are you going to be all right? And then one of the EMTs uh, got a defibrillator and put it to his chest and went clear. And then he like, you know, did the thing that dead people do. Uh when, when they're dead and somebody tries to defibrillate them. So yeah, that's a real life <laughs> murder that happened. That's fucking crazy. Also, it's really funny that uh, Mr. Feeney has time to go to Hollywood with Eric, who uh, gets a good acting career because he killed someone. And <sighs> right. then Talk about has time to culture. make like fun little wry inside jokes about the show. Instead yeah. of being like, well, Mr. Matthews, you probably feel pretty guilty about killing that guy, right? But it seems like it worked out well. <laughs> yeah. White straight men always failing upwards. Yeah, after they kill people in the play. It's a very common thing. Speaking of killing people in the plays, this episode first aired on October 6th, 2005. This week, our 5-0 and high school football team, the Rockford Rams, played the 3-2 and Granville Bulldogs. How do you think we did in this game? 
Probably one, I would think. Uh, well, we lost 13 to 10, and then now 5 No, not to our rival. Yeah, our rivals, who had a worse record than us. Can you believe that? How embarrassing. It's uh, terribly embarrassing. We need to redeem ourselves next week. How many viewers do you think this week's episode of Survivor Guatemala received? Remind me of how many it received last week. 17, and pay attention to these numbers, 2, 9 million. Okay. Uh, I will say it gets 17 to 4. No. You were, in fact, incorrect. Uh, you, you, you dropped the 9, kept the 2, I see. Uh, this episode received 17.92 million viewers. Oh, wow. So they gained more. They gained more. Uh, we start off on the Nakum tribe. It's hot, huh? Talking about this Alabama heat. John Thor has got it nothing sure is. It seems Guatemala. fucking miserable there. It does. It really, really does. Everybody is feeling very weak. There's a ton of bugs over on the Yasha tribe. They've come up with a method to catch minnows, and then they see a crocodile nearby. And you said you wouldn't go in a lake with a crocodile, right? I would not. Okay, so you know in The Sims, uh, you can put crocodiles in water now? I didn't know that. That's crazy. You can, um, but I looked up different deaths in The Sims 4 because it's really hard to kill your Sims now. Um, crocodile death is not an option. Or it's not listed really, they, as one of they the won't potential. kill you? I don't think so. I've got a family of seven toddlers and one adult and a pond with crocodile in the backyard, and not once has this crocodile eaten one of the babies. In this universe, that's like the safest arrangement there is. <laughs> like, apparently. <laughs> I guess so. Anyway, uh, at this reward challenge, or what we think will be the reward challenge, Jeff asks questions about the tribes. Jamie and Danny are chosen as needing the most nourishment, and they each get an apple. Uh, then Gary and Bobby John are chosen as the smelliest, and they get a shower. Gary and Amy and Margaret and Judd are chosen to go on a picnic, and then Brian and Sydney are chosen as having the most tribe pride, which means they get to remain on their own tribes. And then uh, nearly everybody else goes to the opposite tribe. What did you think of this way to switch up tribes? Uh, I thought that it was interesting... I don't know. I feel like watching some of the... This season is in, like, a weird midpoint. Like, it's definitely mm -hmm. a transitional season where, like, there are elements of the new game that are recognizable and there's elements of the old game, but it's neither. And yeah. so I'm confused a lot of the time. <laughs> I think that's uh, a very fair assessment. I, I see what they were going for. It's kind of an interesting way to, like... Like, oh, you're affecting the game without realizing it, which is kind of fun... But this felt so convoluted. Yeah, they're they're trying to spice things up, and some of it works, and some of it doesn't. It's fine. At least it's not like a medallion of power or an hourglass that you I'm, tip to the side. What I'm saying is I wish they had fire tokens. I think it's bullshit that they don't oh have fire God. tokens. Yes, because they're building a society, and society sustains itself with currency. We they all know this. Fiat. Wait until you see it. Do you, is that what you were referencing? No. <laughs> I was referencing the concept of fiat currency, which is issued money. Oh, I thought you were referencing the TikTok song. <laughs> Jake, why, when have I ever known a TikTok song, ever? You know <laughs> I don't do that. Thomas, would you say that your money jiggle jiggle? I, no, I wouldn't. Would you say that it folds? I would not say that it folds. Uh... How, how tall would you say you are? Uh, six foot. Four? No. And what kind of car do you drive? I, I do not like whatever this is. Okay, uh, so there's this documentary guy. He makes documentaries, right? And he did a documentary on hip-hop or hip-hop culture or something. Uh, and... Or I don't know, whatever. He talked to some rappers for this documentary he was making, and they wrote a rap with him. And they put it all together. They like produced it so it was a real song. 
And then he was doing an interview with some journalist, and the journalist was like, oh, do you remember any of the lyrics to the song you did? And it's this British guy, and he goes, oh, yeah, I remember some. And then somebody on TikTok, like, remixed it and made it, like, this really cool uh, song. And he goes, my money don't jiggle, jiggle, it folds. <laughs> and then there's another line, uh, and then he says something about being six foot four in a compact and then he's in a Fiat. You really got to see it. But he says Fiat, so it rhymes with Fiat. You get it? Okay. So I thought that's what you were referencing. No, uh, I, I, if you are ever curious about whether I am referencing something from TikTok, the answer is no, I'm not. Thomas is an old man now. He hates anything the youth are doing. I don't, yeah, this is the one thing that I'm, I, I'm actively trying not to be an old crank about things, but this is the one thing that I'm like too far how do you feel do about it. how do you feel about that cloud in the sky though? I I I don't. I have I have no thoughts on this. No, you're not going to yell at it, old man. I have no comment at this time. So they have this picnic and it's really nice. They get to know each other and Gary denies being an ex-football player and in, insists he is a landscaper. I mean, you know, he's not lying. And then a cock crowed because he denied being a football player thrice. <laughs> Over on Yasha, they get food. Uh, Brian is nervous about the numbers. Gary and Amy return uh, and cusses a lot. Hmm. I watched this episode yeah. quite a while ago, so I don't really remember yeah, what that I was note is thinking, about. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I also watched it in an environment where I couldn't take notes. So it was like, I, I have a very hazy oh. memory of this first were episode. You, were your hands tied behind your back? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Gary admits that he went to Central Michigan University Fire Up Chips, but he did not play football. This is like, come, who are you fooling? You can't admit to any of this. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, I have the same first name as that guy, and I went to Central Michigan at the same time, and I look like him, but I'm not him. <laughs> it's just a coincidence. Yeah, like, come on. Uh, over on Nakum, Judd says he loved the swap, but Margaret doesn't like it. Um, Maltosterone thing on the old Nakum. What's that mean? Is <laughs> anyone's guess? Maybe the listeners know. Somebody at some point said maltosterone, apparently, and I thought it was funny when I watched the episode. Yeah, who did say that? That's a good question. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, Steph and Jamie discuss who to take out first. Judd feels comfortable after hitting it off with Jamie and Steph on top of the ruins. I will say, um, I think overall this season has been, like, pretty, like, it's been decent, you know, uh, Nothing has really stood out to me yet, though, except for the ruins that they're living in. I think those are so, it's such a cool image. It's such cool imagery. Uh, like, it doesn't look like any other season of Survivor, which I really like. I agree. I think that's very cool. I think you're right that, like, I think this is a pretty solid season, but there's just, I think other than Judd, there's not really a lot of personalities that, like, pop on this, you know? What about that landscaper? Gary's very understated. I feel like I, we pay extra attention to him because we know that he's a beloved Central Michigan Chippewa, but like, he's kind of stoic. Yeah. Uh, I like him a lot. Uh, my dad said once that he saw him at a gas station before he was on Survivor, though, so it doesn't count. The stars are just like us. <laughs> uh, over on Yasha, Amy is nervous about the numbers, and she is, in fact, at the target. She checks on her ankle again and is still swollen. Man, what can you do? What can you do with a swollen ankle? What can you do with a swollen ankle? What can you do with a swollen ankle? Rest uh, Not go to baseball morning. games. Yeah. Um, I hope that the Detroit Tigers and Chicago White Sox enjoy the $40 I spent on tickets to their game. And the donation that you made. The donation I made to the two cities. I think it goes back into their communities. Um, let's talk about this immunity challenge. Uh, Nakum has decorated the immunity idol. Do you remember that? Uh, vaguely. I think they put a yellow feather in it. Is that, does that sound right? 
Yeah, I remember it being not that into, like, I remember them doing it, and I remember it being like, what was the point of this? Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't look cool. Uh, they have to get three bags by canoe and then toss sticks at the tiles. So there's a challenge for you, huh? TJ Lavin. Yeah. We're starting to get into the more of the, I feel like the previous seasons didn't have as many, like, relay challenges for this. Yeah. We're getting good ones, but we're getting a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yasha wins this one. Good for them. Uh, Nekum discusses who to vote. Uh, the plan is to vote out whoever is weakest. The weakest link. Goodbye. I remember that show. Yes. That, that show that... That was a, from an era where, like, every year they would try out a different... They would try to adapt a British game show for the U.S. and they would all fail. Yeah, why is that? Except for, like, American... I think it's because American Idol was successful. Like, I literally think that's the only reason why. Yeah, but, like, The Weakest Link was on before American Idol, wasn't it? Oh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. They always got it. I think it was, like... Was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Did that originate also in the UK? Maybe it did. Uh, I believe that's a Regis Philbin original. An oh, RPO. Because okay. I know Weakest Link was supposed to be kind of a competitor to, yeah. like, that and Jeopardy, I guess. Um but mm. it was like, it was Fox, so it was edgier. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the game shows, I love game shows. I think game shows are so much fun. But there was a bad era of game shows. And I think we're back in a bad era of game shows. Ellen's Game of Games, too much. They're all, like, app-based. Like, doesn't, uh, doesn't Jamie Foxx host a show called, like, Beat Shazam, where you have to beat the Shazam yeah. app to identify the song? I don't know if that show is song? still on... Uh, I saw commercials for it when it first started. Uh, apparently, there was at least five seasons. Oh, it's still happening. Beach Zam with Jamie Foxx, Mondays at 9, 8 Central on Fox. Do you think that's why they hired him? Oh, because uh, his dad is the, the uh, owner of the Fox network? Yeah, Mr. Fox. Yeah. Probably. It's probably a nepotism thing. And... Jamie Foxx and Jeff Foxx were there. Are they related? I, I, you know what? I, I'm going to go back uh, to what I said earlier. I have no comment at this time. Uh, did you know that Jamie Foxx has a daughter named Corinne Foxx? Uh, and she is also on Beat Shazam. Oh, so this is like, he's managed to work this out so that he's like, also I can get jobs for my kids for this. Yeah, it's like um, when an old wrestler and a young wrestler get a tag team together, and then it, like, builds the young wrestler up. It's, it's the exact same thing as that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Judd and Margaret discuss who will have the majority after this vote. Rafe places wet leaves on Lydia's back. I remember writing that down and thinking, huh, that's weird. I wonder if that'll come up again. And then it never did. Just a little bit of flavor, you know? Just a little bit of flavor text. At the Tribal Council, Margaret says Judd and Steph and Jamie are the only ones to separate themselves from the group. Uh, Judd claims that they were just shooting the breeze. And then, hey, Brooke is voted out. To Lydia's three, Brooke got five votes. Remember Brooke? Yeah, she certainly was on this show. Um... It's the one and only time I wrote her name in these notes. I. I yeah, I, she <laughs> left almost no, like she might as well have not been there. I genuinely forgot who got voted out this episode while reading these notes just now. I uh, wasn't expecting Brooke. R.I.P. to Brooke. The next episode we watched this week was called Crocs, Cowboys and City Slickers. How do you feel about that? episode uh i like it that's a good one very good first aired october 13th 2005 this week our five and one high school football team the rockford rams played the five and one hudsonville eagles how do you think we did i think they probably lost Mm. when you say they who do you mean uh the rockford rams in fact the hudsonville eagles lost we won 18 to 14 we are now wow. six and one. That's right, baby. Uh, how many viewers do you think this episode of Survivor received? I'm going to say people were devastated that Brooke was voted off. Fan favorite Brooke. 
Uh, so I'll say 17.5. Um, you might want to punch another digit between the 7 and the 5, I'm just saying. Uh, 17.95? Try a little tiny bit less. 17.85. It got 17.85 million viewers. Seven, seven, either, either 70 or 700,000 people were upset. If Brooke goes, if Brooke I'm goes. going with her. <laughs> yeah. Save Brooke, save survivor viewership. Um, the Nakum tribe is where we start. Judd and Margaret are having a heated conversation about the vote. They're like, who did we vote out? And neither of them can remember. Over on Yasha, a beetle attacks Amy. Brandon and Bobby uh, talk about farming with Amy. This was fun. Brian says in a yeah, talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, just a nice couple conversations to start. Just a, just a little, again, like, I feel like I just have very fuzzy memories of all these interactions. Yeah. it's Again, it's still the pre-merge, so it's very hard to remember every single person and all of their dynamics with everyone. I, I very much need the talking heads where it's just like, I don't like this person. And then the whole episode is about how they don't like that person. It's very easy for me to follow. Uh, Brian says he's from blue States. Uh, so he doesn't get along with the others because the others are from Texas and Tulsa, Oklahoma. That was funny. Yeah. The, the, the idea of saying Tulsa, Oklahoma with like a lot of venom in your voice is very funny to me. Mm. Like, who cares? Uh, America's they, worst city. <laughs> uh, they pray to Jesus before eating. Pretty good stuff. Uh, I still do it every day. Thank you very much. Jesus, pray to you. Thank you for the food. Uh, now, let's eat. What's that? How does that prayer go? Uh, the one that's, like, funny. Yeah, what is the funny one? I know what you're talking about. I'm going to look it up. Funny prayer. Oh, funny pranks. Okay. Um, 12 funny prayers to show you love food. 12 funny prayers to show thanks for your food. There we go. Okay, here we go. Good food, good meat, good God, let's eat. And that one's by Cousin Buddy. Okay. Dear Lord, as we, as you know, we ask those who we knew could make a meat dish sublime, sublime with Rome, and those who we knew prepare questionable meals all the time, each do their part so none would feel left out. The real cookers will bring their meat dishes. Excuse us, Lord. The others will wash them out. We thank you, God, for this meal. Bless our thoughts to be truthful and words not to be mean. We just want this dinner to be the best we've seen. Amen. That one's bad. That one's just like a yeah. poem. Ha ha. Like really <laughs> funny. Debbie Get T. Al This one's called Thank You, Grandma. Thank you, Grandma, for this food that you have made so good. Wrung the chicken, plucked its feathers, lit the fire, chopped the wood, folded the mixture, watched it rise, baked the bread, picked the fruit, made six pies, shucked the corn, washed them clean. Woo, I'm tired. Lord, bless this scene. That one's a little better. It's a lot more fun. Is that from something? Uh, Why are they so long? This one is also from De Debbie T. Alsup. She's the one who did the last one. That was really bad. This one's also by De Debbie T. Alsup. These are so elaborate. This one's called Clarity. Dear Lord, I pray my souffle doesn't drop. My biscuits make their rise. I pray my new prune pudding puts clarity in a few new eyes. Amen. Debbie. So, I'm supposed to say this? Like, this is just clearly too <laughs> hyper-specific to you. You're one for three, Debbie. Debbie T. Also. <laughs> this one's hella long. There's like 16 stanzas, uh, and they're all very long. Here's another one from Debbie. God. What if this is Debbie from Survivor? We're just taking a little walk inside of Debbie's shoes right now. <laughs> they're big shoes to fill. When there were only one set of footprints on the beach. That's when Debbie was back inside writing all the prayers. <laughs> you left because you were tired of the prayers. <laughs> this one's called Jesus Fed. Laz oh, God. Okay. Lazarus rose. Moses led. Noah built. Jesus fed. Amen. 
It's a real fucking knee slapper. It's not a prayer. It's, it's barely a poem. Debbie did not understand the assignment. <laughs> people are always talking about how people understood the assignment. She did not understand this assignment. This one is unattributed. Probably Debbie getting too confident, you know? She's like, oh, I got to give one to the people that I don't need credit for, you know? Thank you is what the name of this one is called. Uh, thank you for this food we'll eat. Thank you for this meet and greet. Thank you for the hands that hold the pots and the mixing bowl. Hmm. That was almost really good. Hold and bowl. Don't Who's laughing at these. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Yeah, they're yeah. Just put on a little a little uh, vaudeville routine for uh, for God and Jesus. Oh, buddy, we got another. Uh, We've got another one from Miss Elsup, uh, and we need a name or title. This is one is a Mad Lib. Uh, fill in whatever name or title you like. Give me a name or title, Thomas. Um, Shrek. Shrek, the man from the the ogre from the swamp. Yes. Okay. Our Father who art in heaven, thank you for family. Thank you for friends. Thank you from Shrek. Not burning the food again. Amen. So Shrek, <laughs> uh, not a great cook, apparently. That's funny. This one's long also. Also from Debbie. Did Debbie write this? Okay, there's two more from Debbie that we're not going to read. Three more Is from Debbie. Is this one also a Mad Lib? Are there any no, more Mad Libs? No, I don't think there's any more Mad Libs. Debbie wrote nine of the 12 bad prayers. What website is this on? Uh, the website is called Letters. Excuse me. Letterpile.com slash humor slash 12 funny prayers to show thanks for your food. I'm just going to do a quick Google for Mad Lib prayer. A Mad Lib prayer by Alyssa R. Peterson DeWitt. Oh, and it's her own website. Uh, ooh, okay. I'm going to need. Oh, no. Okay. Can I type in this? I can't type in this. So we're just going to, um, we're going to do sentence by sentence. Okay. Oh, I can get a free ebook. Uh, I need an adjective and a beloved slash special slash friend. Okay. Um, stinky for the adjective. Good. And uh, we'll say um, for the, uh, mm. for the beloved can't believe you'd do this to me. Okay. <laughs> Dear God. It's, it's got to sting more because it's been a while since <clears throat> I've done it. Okay. Dear God, you are stinky, and I like that about you. I know you call me. <laughs> <laughs> I know other people. Like they say about this podcast. Thomas, tell you that you smell bad. I need. But I actually, you do, but I like it. <laughs> I need an event. You need an in effect? An event. Oh, an event. Um, wedding. Okay. And I need an emotion. Uh, confused. Dear God, you are stinky, and I like that about you. I know that you call me <laughs> Thanks. I need to be reminded of that truth. Earlier this week, a wedding happened, and I feel confused about it. You understand, right? <laughs> I need another noteworthy big or small event. Uh, 9-11. <laughs> okay. Dear God. Why wouldn't you lead with that? We're going to go in light. We're going to go in light with the wedding. Then we'll work our way up to 9-11. Dear God, you are stinky, and I like that about you. I know you call me Thanks. I need to be reminded of that truth. Earlier this week... A wedding happened, and I feel confused about it. You understand, right? Since I have your ear, I'd love to tell you about 9-11. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of research about this guy. <laughs> Why do you need to tell God about anything? He's omniscient. He knows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need an adjective. Uh, friendly. 
since I have your ear, I'd love to tell you about 9-11. It's really friendly. Uh, okay, peace, understanding, patience, love, whatever you seek. Okay, so I need whatever you seek. Um, one million dollars. Okay, and I need your intended actions, such as wrestle, accept, or advocate. I will advocate for one million dollars <laughs> to go into my bank account. Uh, okay, and I need I need a description you like for God. What the fuck does that mean? A description you like for God. How would you describe God? Uh, big man. Okay. Dear big man, you are stinky, and I like that about you. <laughs> I, this is lewd. This is disgusting. This is a weird fetish. I know you call me <laughs> Thanks. I need to be reminded of that truth. Earlier this week... A wedding happened, and I feel confused about it. You understand, right? Since I have your ear, I'd love to tell you about 9-11. It's really friendly. Will you grant me one million dollars as I <laughs> advocate for a million dollars with this? <laughs> Thanks for listening to me. You are big man. Amen. That's a pretty good prayer. <laughs> I feel like God... Is really going to take in what I have to say with that one. Maybe I'll get that million dollars. We'll see. Uh, also, nice to bring up 9-11, but not belabor the point. Just always remember. Just sprinkle it in. This is a very um, religious season of Survivor with uh, everybody on Yasha praying to Jesus before they eat. Uh, so that's good. At the reward challenge, they complain about the heat. Tell me about it. Everybody's always complaining about the heat. They have to chop through logs. They then put together a turnstile, pull a cart up, and then they chop another rope to go screaming down the hill. Uh, the winners get margaritas and chip and dip and a gator-proof cage. Pretty good stuff, huh? Pretty sick. Um, this was also a relay race challenge, but it was, like, one of the best ones. Yeah, it was cool. The thing where the cart goes down at the end, so sick. So sick. So satisfying. Yasha wins handily. Uh, what's his name? Was uh, Blake? Was it Blake who was trying to cut through the rope for Nakum? Uh, Brandon. Yeah, I Somebody. think it was. A lot of like twenty-something-year-old white men with B names on this season. And like, yeah, like brown or black hair. Yeah. So on Yasha, they get their uh, swimming cage. Amy thought each person was going to get their own swimming cage. Oh, that'd be cool. I, I guess. But, like, why would that be the case? <laughs> no, you want to have a, just, like, a bigger one, <laughs> like, obviously. Was Probst not clear that it would be one big cage? Yeah, he said A. He said yeah. you will get a swimming cage. Uh, I guess I could see how she would be confused then. He didn't say you, as a tribe, will get one cage. He said you will get one cage. So Okay. I, well, I, I think it was clear what he meant, but apparently not. I guess. Uh, Brandon says he gave 110%, which we all know is impossible. Math. You know? If you want to hear more about math, you can tune into our show, Just Arithmetic, on patreon.com slash justpodcasts. We'll break that down. The common misconception about giving 110%. It's actually impossible. Um, but only if you give us 110% of your money. Thank you. It's called capitalism. Uh, over on Nakum, Jamie blames the loss on the rock he was using. Oh, it was Jamie who did poorly, not Blake or Brandon or Bobby John. Um, shitty toolsman blames the tools. Ever hear that? It's true. Uh, Judd is upset that Cindy didn't step up in the challenge. This... Bad look for Judd, I'll say. Yeah, Judd is, uh, Judd is a fascinating uh, character. Yeah. But you know what? As long as his wife, his daughter, and his family love him, it's all that matters, baby. Mm-hmm. Stephanie calls Bobby John a girl and gay for being excited to win. 
Stephanie, what a what a fucking problematic season it's been. Yeah. Stephanie is tired of losing as it says it feels like she's in a bad dream. But this this is real, like when Eric killed that guy. Yeah, this isn't like the elevator. Yeah. Where Corey, or when Corey hits somebody with the Louisville slugger bat. This is Or real. the Halloween episode where it turns out Sean was the murderer the whole time. That was also yep. a dream sequence. They love dream sequences in 90 sitcoms, apparently. Yeah, because you could advertise. The reason they did that is so they could they could be like, somebody will die on this week's Boy Meets World. <laughs> and occasionally people did. Like that one time when Eric killed that guy because he was bad at making You gotta a actually kill someone once so that the threat of it is, yeah. is always there. Someone flies, someone dies. Uh, yeah, Shaw, it's raining hard. Amy calls Blake the golden boy, and Blake talks about how big his girlfriend's boobs are. This was cool and chill and, like, really made me feel good as a dude, and I was like, yeah, dudes rock. Yeah, we're just broing down. Everyone was really into it. Um, I did really like, uh, who was it that said novelty-sized boobs at one point? I did not catch who said that, but I thought that was so funny. It was pretty funny. Uh, this... So, Jake, who did this remind you of? Is there a former Survivor player that you were reminded of by this? Because there was one that came to mind for me. Somebody talking about their girlfriend's boobs? Just the way that they had a montage of him just talking nonstop like an idiot. Oh, God. Um, Tails? No, I'm thinking, of course, of rapping Chris Noble from Ghost Island. Oh, see, you and I are different. Um, where I try to think about Chris Noble never, <laughs> and you want to think about him constantly. I hadn't thought about him in a long time, but I was, I was like, I know who this reminds yeah. me of, and I had to look up his name. What did you think of Brian's new favorite game called Bait Blake? I thought it was great. I think I this too. is a wonderful bit of strategy to just be like, just like, hey man, what do you think about this? Yeah. How big a boobs are too go. big for you? Because obviously you love bazinga bazungas or whatever they're called. What are boobs called? Bazinga bazungas? Well, I, you know, that's how you get Blake going. Yeah. What are the, what are the different names for those? <laughs> I know one's called a bazinga and one's called a bazunga, I think. But I'm not sure. Um, yeah, Blake is uh, it's very funny. Is Blake the one that got stabbed by the tree? That's a good question. Maybe he wasn't like this before because he was too injured. I think that's that. I mean, that makes sense um, because this this weird misogynist dude just kind of popped up out of nowhere. It felt like maybe he was not like this before, and his life was and personality were forever altered by getting stabbed by that thing. Oh my god! What if Survivor changes a man? You know, you go in. An oil baron. You come out the biggest loser of all time. I think the biggest testament to that is Jeff Probst. You go in, a guy trying to find a job. You come out, an executive producer on the greatest show of all time. Lost. Lydia decides to put on a show for everybody at Nakum. This was fun. I like Lydia. I like Lydia a lot. Every episode, my, I my like Lydia note more. on this. This felt like a Tim and Eric sketch, <laughs> and my note on this was what to even say about the Lydia comedy show. So I guess that it looks like a Tim and Eric sketch. I think it's really good. Everyone seemed to like it though. So you know what? Good. They, they boosted the morale. Yeah. That's all you can do. On these hot, hot days. Um, they do an immunity challenge where they have to toss a ball to three tribe mates using a cannon or something. Pretty cool. Yeah. Really, really good pair of challenges this episode. I thought they were both great. Yeah. Very good. Very good challenges. Uh, Nakum wins, which is very exciting for them. Over on the Yasha tribe, it's old Yasha versus old Nakum. Gary and Danny want to take out Blake, but Brandon doesn't want to vote for him. Danny hates being the Kevin Costner, the swing vote. He wants to be Yellowstone, Kevin Costner. Yeah. I have a Yellowstone hat. Did you know that? Like from the, I'm assuming from the, the actual park. Um, it's from a store called Buffalo Exchange. Okay, but this is not like a, this is not a Yellowstone hat that is like an advertisement for the TV show. This is. It, uh, it's a 
black and white trucker hat and the white is like the 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 fabric part on the front and then it's black mesh in the back and then it says uh, in black lettering and in big bold letters it says kevin costner's yellowstone okay is and there's no picture of kevin costner on there though no but he did sign it on the inside but only i know that it's just for me so you basically have like the the like mud to nathan fielder yeah uh hat on yeah basically but for yellowstone it's cool and good uh, did you know that it's actually time for Wildlife Shop? Oh, wow. I didn't know that, but I'm very excited now. Yes. We've got the Howler Monkeys, of course. Can't have a season in Central America without the Howler Monkeys. We've got various birds, of course. Can't have an episode of Survivor without birds, including parrots. We've got a mantis. we got that beetle that attacked Amy. Some ants, a snake. Some sort of small bear or mammal of some sort. I didn't get a good look at it, but looked very cute. Uh, and the Morlets crocodile. What do you know about the Morlets crocodile, Thomas? Uh, more like I would like it to be the the less less crocodile because I don't want to get eaten by one. Good one. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming it's the crocodile that was in the lake. Yes, indeed. Uh, these crocodiles. Uh, are also called the Mexican crocodile or the Belize crocodile. They can be found in Mexico, Belize, and Guatemala. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that's uh, that's very interesting. Um, I don't I don't know why I'm always surprised that like specific types of animals live in specific regions, but I'm always like, oh, that's like yeah. this other animal, but in a different part of the world. That's not here. They live in a different place. Yeah. Uh, how long do you think these guys can get? And girls, some crocodiles are girls. I'm going to say like seven feet long. That falls within the range. Five to ten feet. Uh, how much do they weigh? Uh, 85 pounds. Maybe two of them. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, they weigh between 150 and 250 pounds. Okay. How many teeth, though? How many teeth they got, though? A thousand. No, what? Who? No, 66 to 68. Uh, they also have four short legs and a long tail, like the cake song. Uh, they're strong swimmers and very fast runners. They prefer secluded freshwater areas like that lake they went in. And they will prey on anything they can overpower. They used to be hunted for their hide, but hunting them is now illegal. How do you think these guys rank on the IUCN red list? Uh, I'll say that they are, uh, whatever the first thing above least concern is like, mm. you know, some concern. I have good news for you, Thomas. They're even better than co- some concern. They're in fact, least concern. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, at trouble council, they talk about how Blake is the golden boy uh, and the golden boy says he's gotten his wind back in his sails. So that's nice. Uh, Gary said the tribe swap is like day one all over again. Lydia is viewing this as her tribe now. And Blake gets voted out 4-2 to two over Brian. So, satisfying. I was happy to see that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, it was well executed. I really liked, uh, you may be the golden boy, but I'm platinum. I missed that line. That's great. Brian, I believe, said when he was reading his vote. Uh, Brian, I am liking more and more every episode. I hope he makes it. Far. I'm just sad that we didn't get more montages of Blake. Like I knew he was probably gone after that, but I could get like another episode or two of him not shutting up. Do, but R.I.P. Do you think we could do a uh, whole season of just douchebag misogynists <laughs> of one tribe of like, douchebag misogynists? The most annoying team. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, let's do, do a simulated season of just the most annoying people we can find. Yeah, we could do, like, the most annoying person from each season we've watched. That would be fun. Um, and I think Debbie could be on there. Not Debbie from Survivor, but the Debbie who wrote all those unfunny prayers. Yeah, the prayer Debbie, uh, like Randy. <laughs> Imagine prayer Debbie and Randy. They're not going to get along at all. No, probably not. Uh, who do you think is winning this season of Survivor? Um, I'm going to say... You were saying nobody's really stood out to you yet. 
I'll say I'm, it's probably not going to be Brian, but I don't know. I'll say Brian for now. Uh, who do you want to win? I don't know that I have anyone that I'm specifically rooting for at this point. It was Stephanie, but Stephanie keeps saying weird shit. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. We don't talk about their um, life outs- outside of um, Survivor much, you know. Uh, but I will say, um, Stephanie recently posted some, she lives in Florida, apparently. She posted some, like, anti-mask thing. Oh, I'm not surprised yeah. by that one bit. She's like, I'm just glad my kids have the freedom to not wear masks at school or something like that. It's like, okay. Okay, Steph. I think we were watching Palau at the time, so I didn't want to bring that up because we were, you know, rooting for her at that time. Um, but now she's a bad guy, so... We can be against her, and we can talk all yeah, kinds of shit. I mean, the, the signs were there. Yeah. All those waters she wasn't drinking, and we thought it was because she was on Survivor and had limited access to water, but in fact, it's because she's an alien. Yeah, Like, from signs. Right. So you're not rooting for Stephanie, and you're apparently not rooting for Gary, who is who I am rooting for. Well, I know that he doesn't win. How do you know that? Because I would know if he won. Yeah, fair enough. You know everything about every sportsman. Oh, I'm Thomas. I love sports ball. I would love for Gary. I would love nothing more for Gary to win, but I, I know not to get my hopes up. Fair enough. Uh, Thomas, it's time for our next segment called The Challenge Chunk, in which I ask you, did you watch The Challenge All-Stars 3 or USA last night? Jake, I unfortunately did not. Oh, my God. Well, so do you know who won All-Stars 3? Because they, 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 they found the winners. Who did? The winners found their winnings. Uh, back-to-back winners, John A. And Wes, who hasn't won in quite a few years. Oh, good for, uh, good for Wes. And good for John A, too. Also good for John A. To only two-time mom to ever finish in first place. Is that impressive or no? Uh, sure. Okay, well... I didn't think it merited a comment. Um, well, TJ did. TJ actually didn't say anything. Uh, John A. did. Anyway, the Challenge USA was okay. Uh, they did a challenge where they had to descend down a building and do some math. Tyson and his partner won. And some people I don't know got eliminated. Uh, and then, after each elimination, we learned that they're going to be assigned new partners at random. Interesting. Um, looks like Danny is going to do well. Um, Dominic is also there. Tyson is there. And, uh, our friend, Sarah Lucina from Survivor. I know how much you love her. Who? Wow. Anyway, Thomas, what's your Twitter? <laughs> you can follow me at Tom.tom. Uh, I gotta, I gotta get on this, uh, this challenge USA though. There's a lot of survivor people on that. There's a lot of survivor people on it, and people seem to be sticking to their um, initial shows. You know, real world. No, fuck, not real world. Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race, and Love Island. And did you know? Apparently, you can Love Island. You can win on Love Island. I thought it was just yeah, a dating show. You don't even show. have to just. <laughs> I prefer Like Island. Prefer like like island. Uh, Maybe island. What if they did a kid nation for but like for dating shows where you would like go to the roller rink together? Uh, but it this sounds like something you would get arrested West. for doing. <laughs> this sounds like something you would get arrested for doing. Okay, well, um, you can follow the show on Twitter uh, at DYWSLN or on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast. We have a few shows on Patreon as well, which you can find at patreon.com slash justpodcast. you want to shout out any of them out, Thomas, that we haven't mentioned already? Jake, I would love to shout out Just Joey, our introductory tier. Easy peasy cover girl. The cover girl is Joey. Um... Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't fucking know. She's making her way to the big city for an acting career. Not in New York anymore. It's all about L.A. now. Oh, yeah. Um, What about this? What about 
we want to stay in New York uh, and watch something called Sex in the City, and we can call it Just in the City. <laughs> just and just like that. <laughs> um, do you want to thank the listeners here at the end? I would love to thank the listeners. Thank you for say, listening. And what would they write on the the reviews if they wanted to write reviews for us? Well, first they would uh, hit five stars, Mm -hmm. and then they would say, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And if it's on Spotify, you also add at the end of that. I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. And I just looked at our um, most recent review, and um, we're actually similar to God in, or excuse me, the big man, uh, in that we apparently also stink. And we like that about us. (laughs) But they like that about us. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll be back next week for the next episode of Survivor Guatemala. And this time we're not lying about it. Promise. It's true. Um, Yeah. Okay. Well, um, it's hot out and that's good, but not as hot as Guatemala. (laughs) Hotamala. Because it's so hot out. Okay. Good food, good meat, good episode. Have a great summer, deuces. <laughs> I was going to say, have a great Amala summer. Ooh. <laughs> great Amala, deuces. Restless tonight, because I wasted the light. Between both these times. Yeah, we do, we do go after. I'm surprised they don't have any three men there, just green men. I like that we posted a bunch of pictures of John Cena after we got Green Man that one day and he was wearing green so in my head John Cena is the embodiment of Green Man he's kind of also three man if you think about it do you think John Cena is Green Man three man because he does the okay sign which is a three that would be the greatest twist in our mortal saga the three for him is hustle loyalty respect hustle loyalty respect uh, and nobody would even suspect him because he only has four letters in each of his names. It's true. He's throwing everybody off the scent. It could have been a J-O-N, John. <laughs> and the fact that we can't we can't see Green Man recently, I mean... That's why he's oh, so hard shit. to catch. Exactly. Um, and actually, do you know what his middle name is? It is a world name. It, it Meaning it has five letters in it. Okay. Wow, yeah, the pieces names, are all actually. coming together. Mm-hmm. We're on to you, John. We can see you, John. What's his middle name? It's got five letters in it. Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Corey's cousin. <laughs> Corey. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's actually Felix. Really? John Felix Anthony Cena. Oh, he's got, he's a two middle names guy. He's a two middle names guy. Um, so I tried Nexus as my first guess because we're talking about three man here. And guess what? I only got green letters. I'm still in the hunt. Still in the hunt for the green man. Green, green, green. Oh my God. Only green letters still. Okay. I might, I might be able to do this. There we go. Green, 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 green. <laughs> Three man and green man. Damn. Killing the game. Take that, Thank you, John, John Cena. Thank John you. Felix Anthony Cena. Thank you, John Felix Anthony Cena. Oh man. No, no green man for me. Hmm. I might be able to get three man though. Huh? Let's see. I mean, I was lucky enough to find both of them. Well, now that we've discovered that they're the same guy. Yeah, that definitely puts a lot of things into perspective. Honestly. Hey, getting Green Man is the most satisfying feeling. Three Man is it's nice because it's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm playing this game right. But Green Man, oh, it's just beautiful. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go back to this. I'm not okay. Gonna... You didn't get, we didn't three, get man. three man, so that'll be that'll be that'll be one we can revisit later.
Get ready. Red leather, yellow leather, all the color yellows. Red leather, yellow leather, all the colors yellow. 